Hey, welcome to Summer at Freeway Church, and we're excited about what's going on here at Freeway. This summer, we are trying an experiment. The experiment is uh, midweek. What kind of podcast could we do? Hey, welcome. Welcome online. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well today. Um, We are recapping our kind of this incredible series we've had talking about resiliency, talking about why are we so tired all the time, uh, how do we refill, how do we refuel, how do you recharge. And um, I talked to everybody on Sunday and said, hey, listen, if you come to the podcast this week, we're going to talk through some practice. So here I am with you today talking through practice. It's me alone. I don't have any friends today, but hopefully you can be my friend. We can talk through this together and get uh, some more insight. Now, um, what I'm going to share with you today is kind of the uh, bare bones or the, um, the descriptive forms of uh, daily rhythms, uh, weekly rhythms, monthly rhythms, yearly rhythms that you and I might go through to have more rest in our life. And you've heard many of these things before, but it's always good to kind of check in and figure out where am I at with learning to rest. I've tried to figure out rest for a long time. Like I talked about in my sermon, it's always been a point of contention for me. And I wonder if it is for you as well. With so much noise in our life, how do you rest? You know, for me, I like the noise. I love the chaos. I love the idea that crazy things are happening around me and I get to be a part of it. I'm an extrovert. I like people. I like, I like all this stuff. Uh, and so for me, uh, getting rid of those things and focusing on being bored is difficult. At least how that's how it feels, right? Especially in the beginning. Oh, this is so boring. I, you know, I feel like my kids, mom, I'm bored. What do I do? Right? I feel like that with my heavenly father sometimes. Dad, like, I'm bored. What do I do? And um, I think the more that you walk through these things, the more that you can kind of dig deep and find the treasures that the Bible talks about, right? Abide in me and you will bear much fruit. How do you abide in Jesus? And so let's go through these rhythms together and hopefully we can kind of uh, outline it all. This isn't a thorough example, of course, and this isn't like I didn't come up with these. These are classic kind of rhythms for our life. I wonder if you ever uh, have developed rhythms and then they kind of passed away and then you kind of had to restart them, right? I think the longer we're alive, the more that we kind of have to wrestle with our weekly rhythms and our daily rhythms and all this stuff. So let's get right into it. Um, It's important to fill your life with the first things first. If we want to develop rest, we have to be able to put rest in the calendar first. And so if you are like me, I have a calendar and I try to like fill it up as with all the normal things I do every week so that the things that matter get done. So the first thing you need to put in your calendar are daily rhythms. What are your daily rhythms with the Lord? For me, I'm a morning person. So in the morning, I got to have my Jesus time. Now that's a fight. That's a struggle. I have a chaotic household, young kids, stuff to do. And so making sure that I get up and I pray, I read my Bible, listen to worship music, have a moment of stillness in my life. For me, my daily rhythm is in the morning. Uh, What is it for you? 
are you a morning person, an evening person? Maybe it's reading your Bible before bed or taking your lunch to kind of focus on God. If you haven't developed a daily Bible reading uh, rhythm yet, try one of the YouVersion apps. Um, there's these YouVersion reading plans. It's called, you just download the Bible app. Um, YouVersion is another name for it. And there are uh, reading plans, and you can pick one up. Or you can simply start in any book that starts with John and read a chapter a day. Uh, learn from there. It's not about the amount that you read. It's about slowing down to be with Jesus. So our daily rhythms. Then there's our weekly rhythms. Now, this is one of the most important, maybe the most important rhythm you can put in place. It's called Sabbath. Sabbath. In Exodus 20, uh, we have the Ten Commandments, right? And the big Ten Commandments, uh, you know, there's, there's ten. In Exodus 20, verse 8, it says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And me and my kids have been going through this lately uh, because I've re redone my schedule. I redo it all the time, but th this summer was really kicking my butt. And so we restarted with a new schedule, including a new Sabbath day. And so for the kids and I, we've developed a strong Sabbath. Um, it doesn't have to be religious, but for us, we're keeping it a little more religious to make sure that I keep those boundaries set. So for us, Sabbath looks like this. On the night before, um, me and my family, we, well, the day before Sabbath, we clean the house. Everything has to be clean and get ready. They have to get ready for Sabbath. And then that evening at dinner time, all the devices get put away. There's no screen time. And we start Sabbath dinner. We have a candle to mark that it's different than all the other week, days of the week. Why? Because we remember the Sabbath and we keep it holy. So the first thing is to remember it. In order to remember, we light a candle. This is different. This is, this is marked. We're remembering that this is a Sabbath time. And for us and our family, we take a moment that we all have to encourage one another with something positive we've seen in each other's life that week. So if, you know, I have young kids, so I'll say to my uh, daughter, hey, you did a great job helping your sister, right? And they'll say, dad, you did a great job being a pastor or something like that. And I'd be like, thanks, guys. You don't even know what that means, but thanks. Um, and we encourage one another. We have dinner, and we start uh, this 24-hour period of resting in the Lord. What that looks like is defense. We're off devices and media. We're trying to purposely slow down as a family. And then offense. We're doing things like recreation, fishing, walking, hiking, geocaching, playing board games as a family, things that have recreation in their name, literally recreation, this idea that we're rebuilding ourselves. And the cool part about Sabbath, and it takes a while to get into, but the cool part is that you take a day of the week and you say, God, I'm not going to do work and I'm going to trust you that you're going to provide. I'm going to trust you that you're going to work when I'm not. And this is a spiritual principle that we see in Sabbath, and we also see in tithing, this idea that we give 10% to the Lord and then trust him with 90. And that 90 in God's hands can be so much more than the 100% in our own. And this idea uh, is the same type of idea with Sabbath. Whether for you, maybe you work a lot. Sabbath can be a time where you say, I'm not going to work and I'm going to trust God with provision. I'm going to trust God that he's going to respond. Trusting in the Lord 
is just as important as believing in him. And so we find ourselves in Sabbath trusting God. So for us, it starts at dinner, and it lasts all the way through the night to the next morning, and we end at the next dinner. And then we usually have a movie night, or that's the plan. I don't know if that's happened once yet. But Sabbath is our weekly rhythm of rest. It is, a, it is work to rest, but I think that's okay, because I think that we need to refill our lives. And rest, is that word gets a little confusing. So we've got daily rhythm of prayer and stillness. We've got weekly rhythm of Sabbath and pausing, right? And then we have monthly rhythms, monthly stopping points. I think the best way to describe seasonal or monthly rhythms, which are they're monthly or every three months or however you would do it, is they're kind of like purposeful breaks. Um, if you ever ride a roller coaster, there's this moment in a long roller coaster that you're, you know, you're going up and down and crazy, and then somewhere in the middle, there's this check moment where if your car's going too fast or the train's going too fast, that it hits brakes, and it makes sure that the car's going the right speed before the next set of of uh, roller coaster like ups and downs. And the idea there is they're just saying there's a moment that they're checking to make sure that everything's going according to plan. It's the same thing with these seasonal stops. You know, my monthly, I have um, a monthly stopping point where I do a couple of spiritual disciplines. And, um, and these are moments that I, I stop my daily rhythms, I stop my weekly rhythms, and I just say, okay, God, am I where I need to be? Am I doing everything? Have I gone off the rails and haven't read my Bible in three weeks? Like, I look at my day, I date my Bible chapters, and, I, and it's been a month. Oh, man. Like, these are these moments that I stop myself and say, okay, where are you at, Roy? What are you doing? And I think that that's a really valuable point in our year, because if we don't have these automatic stopping points, these check-in moments with God, man, we can find ourselves cruising on autopilot for years for a long time. And so putting these in your calendar, marking the day, spiritual disciplines are wonderful. If you've never done one before, uh, there's a bunch of them. There's a, there's a bunch of different things. And we can go through with them, fasting, being still before the Lord. Um, there's a bunch. We can, we, there's a whole book about spiritual disciplines that the Bible kind of outlines, and Jesus does. And so we can, we can learn those disciplines, and we can kind of pause and do them seasonally. So we have daily rhythms, weekly rhythms, monthly rhythms, and then yearly rhythms. If you've been listening to our podcast, you know that for Alyssa and I, we have an annual checkup, you know, um, a day that we say, okay, what's the vision for the year, right? And these are moments that I put into place to kind of get away from life and just say, okay, God, where are we at? And if you and if you come across like a strong Christian or a wise Christian, uh, they'll be able to pinpoint these uh, moments with God where they carved out of their crazy life these moments that they said, no, this is for me and Jesus. This is for me and God. And uh, really get away with him. I think that finding a yearly rhythm is an easy one because it only has to happen once. So maybe putting it in January or putting it in a time that's easier for you um, might work. Um, but Finding that is important. Put it in your calendar. Make it a priority. And when we put these big things in our calendar, we can find that all the other stuff kind of filters in accordingly. Listen, our rhythms are really important. And it's not like right now you can probably just 
put all this stuff in your calendar or start doing all this right away. But choose one thing. Maybe it's a monthly 24-hour fast. Maybe it's a weekly Sabbath meal. I'm going to make, make food. Once a, I'm going to make my favorite meal once a week, and I'm going to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Um, I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it's starting a Bible reading plan or going on a vacation with the Lord. But, man, I, I hope that we can find our rhythms and find them in a place that is refilling for our lives. Quick other tidbits here while we're at it. The first one is your vacation. And I mentioned in my sermon, vacations, we need vacations from vacations, right? Look, uh, I've come to realize that some vacations are harder than others. And uh, I don't want to, like, get into all of that. But um, when you're with your family or when you're, when you're trying to figure out, you know, maybe it's not the most restful vacation. This is, the, this is one key that's really helped me. Uh, vacations are about, are about the mornings. Vacations are about the mornings. We go to a, a family cottage, and I always, you know, I've gone to that family cottage my whole life, and uh, so there's this, sometimes it's restful, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's beautiful and amazing, sometimes it's not. And I've really s- switched my thinking. The cottage is about the mornings. The cottage is about the mornings. And what that means is I'm, I get up early, and I pray, and I watch the sunrise, and I drink a lot of coffee, and I focus on my relationship with God. Because I know at the end of my vacation, I want to feel refreshed. I want to feel re- recharged. And sometimes we can get in the rhythm on vacations of trying to elongate those days, hang out late at night, and find ourselves doing things or being bored or watching movies or wasting time when we could go to bed early, get up early, watch a sunrise, and fall in love with Jesus all over again. So, like, that's a big thing for me. Vacations are about the mornings. Um, Another big thing for me, which I may have mentioned before, is when I'm in the car— alone, I don't listen to the radio. No radio. If I wanted to listen to the radio, I have to pray first, because I want to focus on that prime alone time with God. Can't really look at my phone, right? You're alone. You're in the car. You're going somewhere. Take a moment to say, okay, Jesus, let me check in with you. This is what's going on in my life. I'm so thankful for you in my life. Thank you. If you don't know how to pray, just start thanking God about the things that are good in your life. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for this day. Thank you that my car runs. Like, all of this stuff. And really start building a prayer life in the car. Those are some key takeaways. But, man, there's a lot here. And I hope we can find a place where we can move forward. Because I think that if we really want to be rested in this world, I mean, not like uh, computer world or engineering world or or uh, the world of the 1800s, right? Sometimes we think that we're a, a machine, and because we do certain things, we ought to be rested. But we aren't a machine. We're humans. And so if we really want to be rested in the crazy world that we live in, we have to learn to navigate it. We have to learn to find time with God, to let our roots grow down deep into the inside, the inner parts of who we are, so that we may have inner strength. And if we're going to do that, we got to develop these rhythms. So I hope you uh, enjoyed this, and we can continue our podcast. Um, we'll see you next time. 
Hey, thanks for joining us online. Hey, our online family is important, and we pray for you. So tell us how we can pray for you. And uh, drop us an email or text us, and we'll be able to get to know you a little more. Uh, Either way, though, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.